From the PSIA AASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado, I'm George Thomas. You're listening to First Chair and its Last Call with Chris Rogers. Chris, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure, George. Happy to be back. Now, we're staying with Back to School in September, and uh, there's something I thought would be really good to address this month, and that would be getting the most out of our return instructor training. Yeah, it's a great topic. And, you know, last week we were talking about everything you can do as an instructor, kind of going back to that back to school mindset. And if you haven't checked out that podcast yet, you should go back and, and review that one because it's got a lot of ideas on what you can do for the upcoming season. But then there's this whole other dynamic of the things that you're going to do both with Rocky Mountain and with your school um, or your division, wherever you are, um, that are going to help get you back into the, into the swing of things. So looking at kind of that return instructor training world, both from a division and a school standpoint. Now, I hate to say it, but I mean, as someone who's gone through a lot of return instructor training, sometimes I go into that with an attitude of, well, you know, I've done this year after year and here we go again. I can't agree with you more. I, I you know, having perspective from both the instructor and, and trainer mindset as a seasonal employee to now uh, managing the training program at the Valsky school that I, I can kind of see both sides. And I remember very much that perception as an instructor coming back, like I've done this five years in a row and it's always the same content. <laughs> and it's so easy to be like frustrated or annoyed by that thing that that hoop that you're being made to jump through. And, and now on the other side of the coin, managing the training program and, knowing how important it is for me to convey information that our managers and our, uh, our leadership team has created and how important it is for that content to get to the instructor. And like, I, I definitely find myself seeing both sides of that coin. And exactly. I went through that on management side last season and it was like, Whoa, wait a minute. Return instructor training is really important. Definitely. I mean, this is where, in some areas it's that dusting the cobwebs out like we talked about last week but also there's other areas where it's like there are important changes or things that have happened uh in the last year that you know policies policies have changed um you know procedures have changed the way you know maybe it's a new chairlift maybe there's new uh health and safety requirement maybe there's some kind of legal thing that's happened that's affected you as an instructor and and it's important for the management side of things to share that information with you. And and then from the instructor side, it's like every year I go sit in this room and I hear this presentation from so-and-so and then I have to jump through this hoop and I have to jump through that hoop. And so it's this like blend of jaded perspective or, you know, sometimes boring information. It's just, it's important information, but it's not presented well. Um, and from the management side, like, oh, this stuff I have to tell you. And uh, if it's not presented right, it, it's uh, it's just going in in one ear without the other. And so, you know, there's two aspects to that. One is from the management side. How do we approach that information in a more creative way and, and help share it with a little bit more passion or maybe a little bit more of the why behind it? And as an instructor, recognizing how important that time frame is and that our perspective and, you know, how we go into that really, really affects what we get out of it. You know, it's one of those classic situations where, where the the mindset you take into that training is really going to determine what you get out of it. You know, it's funny we're talking about this because I remember sitting through some return instructor sessions where it was management always saying, you know, come on, this is a fun job. And I would think, why do you have to remind me that this is a fun job? I know it is. <laughs> 
Definitely. You know, we, we work in such an incredible industry and, and, you know, I think from the, from the instructor perspective, sometimes it feels like we get taken advantage of that, that our, you know, that it, everyone knows how much we love our jobs. And so, you know, you create that like they mentality, like they, they know they're, they're trying to take advantage of me. They, you know, they don't appreciate what we do. And, you know, and then putting that supervisor hat on your soups are sitting there like, we so appreciate everything that our instructors do for us. And, and without them, we wouldn't have guests. We wouldn't have a business, right? Every, everything's dependent on the instructor. And there's these very important things that happen um, that we're required to share. And yeah, it's just like total, uh, total catch 22 or, you know, two sides of that coin of, of how do you walk that line of, of being, um, being a, a responsible employee to your company, which provides you that work opportunity to sell uh, lessons and, and get to do what we love to do. And on the other side, as a supervisor, how do you support that instructor and, and help them, um, you know, achieve what they're trying to achieve, whether it's certification, whether it's more days with their guests, whether it's all of that while meeting the needs of your company and making sure that your, your company is respected or, or, or percept that your company's uh, side of things is, is represented. Now, from a management standpoint, what are some things that you really, really want for people to come away from return instructor training with? So I'd say the biggest pieces uh, for me as a training manager is is looking at um, a what are the like what are the vital things uh, that maybe have changed whether it's whether it's legal uh, whether it's chairlifts whether it's policies and procedures the elements that we really really have to convey like th- those are the those are some of the biggest pieces and, and, and it's not always fun stuff. You know, we, we've, um, have to talk about child abuse training. We have to talk about, um, kids riding chairlifts and, you know, and what happens with when that doesn't go well, like there's, there's really tough things that we have to talk about as managers and you're, you're trying to convey that in, and then that's really in my mind balanced with the welcome back side of it. And so, you know, we talked last week about back to school, and there is so much energy and passion and excitement around welcome back to winter. Like this is what we love to do. And in a couple of short weeks, we'll be turning chairlifts and we will be introducing a whole new generation to skiing and snowboarding. And, and that is like the best piece of what it is we get to do. Um, And yeah, we have, in order to be able to do that job, we have to balance it with uh, the requirements that whether it's government, whether it's, forest service, whether it's uh, requirements of our company, but the outside um, elements that affect the job that we get to do. And I think, you know, uh, our mindset in going into that is, is so key. Like, do we, do we love what we do enough to, to get through those kind of tougher conversations and, and look forward to the, the, the really exciting pieces. And I think, you know, there's like, that's, it's kind of that glass half full or glass half empty. Um, you know, are they preventing you from doing your job or are they taking the burden of kind of the, the crappy side of things, the, the, the bureaucratic or the red tape side of things so that you are enabled to do your job. And, uh, you know, from, from conversations with supervisors at ski schools all over the country, what I believe is that for the most part, we have really passionate managers who are doing everything they can to, uh, to create opportunities for us to teach and to share 
our passion for skiing and snowboarding. And, and yeah, sometimes there's some boring stuff in there. Um, but as, as an individual, when I go into that room for return instructor training, there's kind of that choice. Like, am I going to be cynical and, and kind of sit through this presentation and, and in my head, like, you know, keep track of everything that they're wrong about, or am I going to say, man, there's some people in this, in this building, in this room that have spent a lot of time trying to create the opportunities and try to protect my opportunity to teach at the level that I want to teach. And, and you know, it's, it can be tough at times, but I definitely want to be the person that's looking at that positive side, that, um, that, that I'm going to give people the benefit of the doubt and, and trust that they're trying to help create the opportunities that I want to be able to do what I get to do in, in this industry. Now, how about instructors who have lots of years of experience who are maybe going to a new area and going through new instructor training again? What can they do to really get the most out of that? Uh, you know, I love it when we have instructors tra transferring in from other resorts or other, uh, you know, other walks of life. And so sometimes we get the instructors that taught for a while, uh, maybe in their college years, and then went off and did another real job for a few years and, you know, quote, real job. And then they're coming back to, to teach again. Um, sometimes it's people that have moved around to a few different ski areas. Um, I genuinely believe that we are made better by those outside perspectives. And, and, you know, and so I am always encouraged. I'm always excited to hire employees that have worked at, at more than one ski area because they're going to bring perspective from those ski areas. They're going to bring ideas. They're going to bring things that worked and things that didn't work. Um, and they're going to make our ski school stronger. So, um, you know, I think sometimes it's kind of frustrating and, and I went through this, I've been, I've worked at several different ski areas and have gone through that where I've I kind of had to go through the new employee orientation and you kind of go through that period where you feel like you have to prove yourself a little bit and, um, show that you actually do know what you're talking about. And at the same time, what I've learned in, in all of those experiences is, you know, each mountain does things a little bit differently. And it's, it's important for me to get the lay of the land, for me to see um, the way things are done at that school, whether you think that maybe there's a more efficient way to do it, or maybe that's something that's new to you. Um, it's good to see how that, how that's done. It's good to get an idea of how to get around the mountain. Um, and, you know, maybe the teaching progression is a little bit different. Like we have, there's more than one way to skin the cat. Some places teach direct parallel. Some teach, places teach the wedge. Um, you know, it's, it's important to understand how things are done at the school that you're moving into. So that's really valuable. You know, on the flip side, um, I think a lot of times those instructors that come in from other resorts are really leaned on for their experience in their new hire training group. So, um, you know, when you come into that new hire training group, be a sponge, learn how things are being done at that resort and, and use that for your own betterment, but also don't be afraid to share what you've done at other places. And those true new hires, the, the ones that have no experience um, or, you know, minor experience in instruction, maybe they, they're really good skiers or, or maybe they're new to skiing and snowboarding and they're just really passionate about teaching. Um, but they're going to look to you as somebody who, who has taught before. And so there's a really good mentor relationship opportunity there where, as an instructor with experience, you can be learning about your new resort while also sharing the, the, the ideas behind the, behind teaching, you know, your experience with um, the American teaching system and, and, and what you can kind of share with them and learning styles and intelligences and your previous lessons and all that experience you bring is really valuable to the, to the rest of your new hire training class. So it is good to speak up. Definitely. I, I mean, you know, not to the extent where I think we've all experienced that thing where somebody in our group or somebody that you're trying to hire um, is like, 
well, at my last mountain, I did things this way. And it's kind of a little bit of a challenge. Um, and I think it's important to keep that, that piece a little bit in check, right? You're, you're coming in to join this culture of this new mountain and, and it's great to learn from there. But I think there's a very different, there's a slightly different kind of, uh, tone that can be set with that was like, Oh, that's really interesting. At the last mountain I worked at, this is how they did things. And I'm really curious about how that, you know, what works better, right? So there's like the challenge versus the, the, um, the kind of evaluation side of taking two different ways of doing things and coming up with, um, with a new outcome. And, and, um, you, there's going to be policies and procedures at a new mountain that need to be followed. You know, at, at maybe at mountain X, you taught direct to parallel and mountain Y, um, you teach the wedge and the school's policy is you, you teach the wedge because of whatever reasons you're going to need to follow that. But in, within the room for that, you can be the person that brings some of the experience, you know, like, oh man, this one time I was teaching this kid and, and he had just learned to uh, do this thing called ripstick. And, you know, it really made it easier for him to steer with his front foot or, you know, like there's, there's that experience that you're going to bring to it that you can fit within the parameters of your new school uh, and, and really add to that conversation in new hire training. You're going to make the whole new hire training process better. It's just taking that little step back from, challenging the way things are done or the policies and procedures where I think you can kind of, you know, end up with that little bit of a, uh, a negative implication to going to your new school. Any final takeaways on this topic for us, Chris? Returning instructor training is, is a really exciting time in my mind, both, both from a manager and instructor perspectives. This is, this is like that final back to school push, right? Our ski areas are opening up around the country um, we are gearing up for another season and, and whether you're, a, uh, you know, a returning instructor at your same resort or returning as a new instructor at a, at a resort that's new to you, um, or as a supervisor or manager, there's no denying the amount of energy that is, that is kind of present in that zone. And, um, it kind of, it kind of wraps up what I consider ramp up season. And it's, it's really the culmination of everything that we're doing on the training team. We, we kind of have all of this planning and we jump into, uh, our return instructor training and then our new hire training. And it just, it feeds right into the season. So it's a really fun time period in my mind. Um, but it really, it really comes down to the, the attitudes and, and perspectives that we all bring into it. If, um, you know, if I'm a returning instructor and I don't feel like I'm, uh, treated well at my home resort, I'm going to be maybe a little cynical or a little bit, um, sarcastic about what's going on. And, and maybe because of that, I don't get as much out of that. Um, same thing as a soup. Maybe if I don't really believe in the message that we're sharing with the instructors, I'm not going to get as much. Or I'm not going to be able to give as much energy. And I think there's just a really good opportunity every year at our return instructor training to to set the tone for the season and to engage and to give people um, that that benefit of doubt to, to kind of assume positive intent and say, all right, this is a new season. There's new opportunities. There's new management. There's new instructors. Like, here's what I want to see out of the season and kind of kind of really set the season up for success whether that's in your little pot of, of friends, whether that's in your kind of ski school group, locker room, or ski school as a whole, there's just this opportunity to reset um, and kind of continue on the things that were positive from the season before uh, and and maybe um, start new on the things that weren't as positive. So I, it's one of my favorite parts of the season, times of the year. And um, yeah, it's coming up fast, George. We're, uh, we're approaching return instructor training and mountain opening and new hire training and uh, all of all of the pieces that come along with that really quick. I can't believe how fast it's coming up. 
I think we're what, maybe 70 days away for some of the areas or actually less for some. Probably less than that. I, I will probably be on snow within 50 days, George. I'm looking forward to it. Thanks very much for joining us this evening, Chris. Thank you, George. Last call with Chris Rogers on first chair from the PSIA AASI studios in Lakewood, Colorado. I'm George Thomas.